Ugh, I'm stuck on this level. <clears throat> dumb. You're playing dumb too. I'm playing dumb. Yeah, that's the way I pronounce. Oh, dumb. <laughs> that's the way I pronounce doom. Yeah, dumb too. You think Hell it's on. an insult, but it's not. It's just the way I say it. Dumb. Yeah. Like I know how to get through the this part of the game, but the I can't figure out. Like there's this um, pillar that comes down and it has this rocket launcher on it but then behind that is another pillar that's also supposed to come down and the other pillar I don't have yeah, you're going to have to explore and, and check every wall and every I've room I've watched the walkthroughs and I do and I because I was like I don't fucking understand and so I found you cheated yeah cheating is so much easier these days <laughs> oh my god back in the day you had to call the Sierra hint line and, one and then nine, it cost money. Yeah, it was a 1-900 number. Or you could buy, for the King's Quest, Space Quest, Leisure Suit Larry, you could buy the Hint books. And the funny thing is, remember how there was that red piece of plastic? It was like a film, really. It was just red. And if you held it up, like in the book, like say you were looking at the cheat book. Oh, yeah. You're looking at the cheat book. You couldn't read the answer. Because right. they wanted to give you the chance. Like, I oh, you know you'll be tempted, but you have to make this extra step in order to uh -huh. read the answer for the, the puzzle that you're stuck on. And you would have to hold that piece of red plastic up over it. And then it would expose the letters underneath that were kind of blocked out <laughs> with red. Yeah, that's also part of a board game. I can't remember which one, but there's some board game that's very similar. If you lost that red thing. Fuck. Oh, yeah, you're screwed. Even though, again, it wasn't that expensive a thing, of a thing. But where would you get it? I think that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I don't, right. I don't know how to replace this. You'd have to go to a lighting shop where they have gels for lights. It's like, oh, I'll buy a red gel. Or you have to buy the magazine again? Oh, yeah. You have to buy the whole thing over so they could double up their money. But, yeah, the way things are changing, that's quaint. That was lovely. That was a nice oh, time. Man. That was a nice time. And 1-900 numbers were nice. At least, uh, you know, you made the choice to call them. You spent a lot of money. That was your your choice. The fact that. Oh, well, I didn't know. I called the line, the, um, like the tips line for mist. And I didn't realize it cost money or I Just did didn't realize. Care. And didn't care. I didn't like <laughs> that was for like future me to deal with i guess they could get tricky especially sometimes they were 1-800 numbers but i think those if they wanted to still charge you you had to use a credit card because the 1-900 could go directly to your phone bill so that that's a little bit dangerous but the reason i, I think said mine went to my phone bill or to yeah. my parents phone bill yeah so maybe it was a 1-900 number the reason i say it's quaint though is because even though there was some trickery involved the fact you're we live in a world where you know, printers don't work if you don't pay your subscription, even if there's ink left. <laughs> or the fact that BMW has, oh, there's heated seats for this car. You have to pay a monthly subscription to use them. It's like, what That's the horrible. fuck? This is what you're doing? I mean, someone who has a BMW is already paying a lot of money. And maybe that's your thinking. They have more. But something that used to be standard. And well, I guess you're paying. You're already paying extra for a a. a a seat that has that ability. It's strange then that you have to pay for a, a subscription for that, for it to work. For, it's like, are they going to nickel and dime you for everything in your car? Like for your air conditioning to work? You have yes, to pay an extra probably thing. at some point. AC plus. Look, if air weren't abundant and, <laughs> and flowing and untrappable, people would have bottled it and sold it. And they would have said, you want to breathe? You want to live? Give me money. That was the the plot of Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. Perry Air. Remember he drank, he sniffed Perry Air. <laughs> I mean, I guess some people do buy air. You can buy Mountain Air or I Farted in This Jar Air. <laughs> the best. Only the best. So yeah, I, I assume at some point anything that can be an additional cost will be an additional cost. Even Adobe, the program we use, like I use Audition to record the show, but I... You know, at work, we use Premiere. Before, they were one-time purchases. You would buy the program. And granted, right. each year, new ones would come out. And if you wanted to keep up, maybe every five years, you had to buy the new one. But it's all subscription now. 
and you can't even get the the hacked version on Pirate Bay because there's so many updates because it's tied to the cloud that it's not going to do you too good. I miss Pirate Bay. I do too, Pirate Bay. I got so many good things from Pirate Bay. Nickel and dime. Never porn. Yeah, because I feel like it wasn't, you know, need to do it on Pirate Bay and it felt too sketchy. Like, what's this, what's this riddled with? What kind of viruses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even when I probably... I was always scared. Yeah, I was always scared of what I was actually downloading when it came to that. But other stuff, I was more brazen. You know, like, um, Finding Nemo. <laughs> Because <laughs> I had the kids. Which like, uh, probably still had viruses galore too. Viri. I've never really had a problem with viruses on my computer. Yeah, sometimes they're not so, they don't hijack that they're there and they're operating in the background and they're sending information and stealing data. And But even then, I've never really had an issue with, I've only once had uh, my username and password stolen for Netflix. Malware. It was like an Indian family. Yeah, well, the, these are like parasites. A lot of this malware is like parasites where mm -hmm. it doesn't want to kill you. It doesn't even want you to know. It doesn't want to make you sick because it's just, you know, there's some companies that do it out in the open. Google, Facebook, right. <laughs> collecting information. But before, it's like, hey, we're just taking this off your computer. And then they are the ones that come in and just kill you. What a stupid model of life you have. You kill your host. In essence, killing yourself. Well, yeah, like what is the one that, um, like, that kills you before you're you're barely able to spread, or like it spreads so quickly, but like it doesn't get far because rabies. Well, I don't think it's rabies. <laughs> rabies is pretty fast. Is it? Yeah, it kills many animals before they can even pass it on. Oh. That's why the ones that can pass it on are like a raccoon. It's like, oh my god, be careful. I feel like there are probably way less raccoons with rabies than you think. I mean, it's I, like all the, all the plants, like everyone's so afraid of, of, you know, with me sort of foraging and like making sure the plants are okay. It's like most plants are fine to eat. Everyone's just so afraid. Like it's, everyone's just sort of scared you because big grocery wants you to only use what they have, you know, or like big farm not pharma, but big, big farm says like, this is food. Monsanto. Yeah. That's big farm. Honestly, there is food everywhere all around us, but we don't consider it food. We call them weeds <laughs> or we don't even know it's edible. Dandelions. Well, yeah, I know. Dandelion is the, the entire plant from, from, Stem to stern, uh, you can eat that entire plant. Not root. Yes, you can. People you didn't make say root, though. out of the roots. You said stem to stern. You didn't say root to flower. Well, I meant like from head to toe, from stem to stern. That's like of a boat, not, a, not of a, there's no from, stern of, an, of a from plant. From stern to, is it called a head to the boat? Mast? No, stem to stern is a, is a phrase. Stem. What's the stem on the front of the boat? Um, the thing that sticks I'm out. Googling it now. That pokes. Like old from wooden. the front of the, from the front to the back, especially of a ship. Surges of water rocked their boats from stem to stern. I know, but what's the stem? I don't know. Well, part of the boat's called the stem. I don't. I. This isn't a challenge. Like you're wrong. I just don't know. I'm an idiot. I, I don't know. I just think of those old, old wooden ships that had the pointy stick at the front. <laughs> oh, you mean like the lady? Yeah, some, uh, sometimes I feel like the lady was around it and like that stuck out in the middle. Like, oh, like, and she was like holding on. To, she was like on top of it sort of and like pointing forward. <laughs> yeah. Was that was that for? It's a good was question. Just like a, was she like good luck? So you can. I mean, there's a lot of superstition tied to going out to the open sea, but yeah, uh, which makes sense. It's a very dangerous thing back in the day like i don't know we're heading out if something goes wrong i just may never come home <laughs> you all just have to wow. yeah you have no wow. clue nothing you won't be alerted you won't know that i'm missing because you tried to text me six days in a row and i didn't respond you'll just say i don't know because that's a long trip to begin with and things could have gotten delayed so i'll hold out hope god and you never know like 
maybe they found, maybe they went off course and crashed into an island and now they're surviving on that island. Yeah, and then they were eaten though, but you wouldn't even know that. Nope, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know whether something miraculous happened or something horrible happened. It was the thing with Henry Hudson, though I guess people knew that he was dead because his crew said, we had a mutiny and we left him in the middle of the Hudson Bay. But they never saw or found. I don't know about Henry Hudson. Yeah, Henry Hudson, well, sal- sailed up the Hudson River. Yeah. Which is a pretty was long river. Was it named river. after him? No. Okay. <laughs> yes. His name's Wait, Hudson. Wait, it was? It was. It wasn't the Hudson at the time. He, he sailed up what? Probably already had a name. The natives had a name for it. And sure. we act like, no, no, no. He named it. He discovered it. <laughs> Henry Hudson. And he sailed up, you know, it goes pretty far into Canada and the source of it's the Hudson Bay, which is in this remote, isolated area. And apparently the crew had had enough for whatever reason. Um, I don't know the conditions. He was working them too hard. I don't remember off the top of my head. They had a mutiny. They threw him out and a couple other people in a little boat and they left. They went home and then they said they had a mutiny. And then whatever trial the, uh, was held, they said, no, no, that wasn't a valid mutiny. So you're all fucked. Oh. And then they oh, were. Oh, like mutinies were, were fine? Well, the mutiny, I guess, had to be a judge of some sort had to say, mm, no. That wasn't a valid mutiny. So yeah, you took over control of the ship and cast him out. Along with his son and, and some other people. Yeah, they didn't like him. I said, get out of here. It says, after the mutiny, Hudson's shallop, I don't know what that means, broke out oars and tried to keep pace with the Discovery, which I guess was the boat they were cast from. Prickett recalled that the mutineers finally tired of the David Goliath pursuit and unfurled additional sails aboard the Discovery, enabling the larger vessel to leave the tiny boat behind. Hudson on the and the other seven aboard the shallop were never seen again, despite subsequent searches, including those conducted by Dubidubidubidu. Oh, I'm looking at this. Maybe they weren't. They were found innocent of the mutiny. They were facing. Oh, okay. ha- they were facing hanging. So there was a point where there was a question. It's like, hey, this happened. There was a mutiny. Henry's not here. His son's not here. What the hell happened? And they were facing hanging. Because here it says none of the men was convicted of the murder or even punished for the mutiny. And they, hmm. cl- they claim that he didn't die, though he did clearly die. Well, they said he didn't die during the mutiny. So I guess if he died after the mutiny, then it's okay, not our problem. So who knows? We, we only had their word to go on. There weren't security cameras or satellites in the sky. But they said they were <laughs> lacking food and supplies. And it was really cold because it's fucking in the middle of Canada. Yeah, they said there was ice. They were waiting for ice to melt. Yeah. And so, yeah, they were in June. Like, we're getting the fuck out of here. You're done. But they were, so they were arrested for the mutiny. And it seems like they were then released at some point. <clears throat> oh, the, the journal that somebody wrote that kept um, record of what was going on said that the mutineers provided the castaways with clothing Powder and shot, some some pikes, an iron pot, some food, and other miscellaneous items. This is a really nice mutiny. Well, they only they, apparently historians believe their word that there was no murder during the mutiny, and this is what I guess the court at the time believed too, because they didn't hang them. But there is some physical evidence that points to a more violent end for the captain. And I guess you could read more if you like. Interesting. I mean, whatever, all those guys would go out and I guess that was a big deal at the time. It's always strange. It's like, yeah, okay, you did something pretty crazy. Would I have gone on a boat and sailed across seas not knowing where I was going? Probably not. I'll give you credit for that. But then the fact they were so nasty whenever they got to where they were going and the fact that they get credit for discovering places that already were inhabited. And it's like, "Eh, I'm drawing the line. I can give you credit for wanting to go out, but then your behavior... And then even the fame and fortune you found because of it. Uh, I don't know. Well, who's getting the fame and fortune in this situation? Well, that's the thing. No one in the end. Nobody. But, but he has a river named after him. Yeah, but who gives a <laughs> shit? You're fucking, you died on a boat. It's like Verrazano's got a bridge named after him. 
And, oh, uh, poor Verrazano. He was eaten by cannibals. And the bridge was he also really got fucked. The bridge was also misspelled for a very long time yeah. officially. And they said, nah, we should change that. But he was wait, wasn't he kind of a I assume they were all jerks and some I can't extent. remember, but wasn't there some story about him with the like it, the the peoples that were living there? Was he trying to be cool to them and they <laughs> I forget what happened. I know I read about this explorer. He was trying to be cool to the people you're asking. Yeah, I thought for some reason there was some like there was even more reason to feel bad for him because I if I I just have this feeling that I read about him and that I was ready to be like, well, fuck him. He's one of those early explorers just like taking shit from indigenous people that were already there. But then like maybe he was being kind of cool, but then they still like ate him. I don't know the surrounding um, details. He left France on his final voyage, seeking passage to India because he didn't find it via South American voyage. Everybody was going to get fucking India. They went to those spices. Mm-hmm. So many spices. So then they drifted into the Caribbean Sea. Uh, well, sailing south of Jamaica, they spotted a heavily vegetated, seemingly unpopulated island. He dropped anchor to explore it with a handful of crewmen. They were attacked very soon after that, so there was really no interaction. Oh, okay. A large assemblage of cannibalistic natives. They killed them and ate them. And then the rest of the crew had to watch from the ship, unable to help. Damn. And then they went home. You know what they call human meat? Historically, they call it long pork. I can never eat pork again. Thanks. You're welcome. So has the show officially started? I know this is like the yeah. pre-show, but I, I feel like it's gone on. We're at the 20-minute mark. Has it real? No, it hasn't. Yeah, 18-minute uh, mark. Wow, really? It has flown by. I thought that was like five minutes. Yeah, you're in a mood. A good mood. Yay, because it's not late night Sunday. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> It's a special episode being recorded before I have to leave for Tombstone, Arizona. Hey, dude. Dum, uh, is that dum, where it was dang, set? Dum. Was Hey, dude, set in Tombstone? No, it was probably somewhere else. Hey, dude, dude, ranch. It's a little wild and a little strange. Oh, it's pretty close, though. It was near Tucson, Arizona. That's not too All far right. from, from Tombstone. Remember the, the sun? That the dad moved there with him and he wanted to ride a skateboard, but you can't ride it on sand. He was all bummed. Good. I would love to live in a place where you can't ride skateboards. I loved Melody. Yeah, I loved Melody. I became Ben Stiller's wife. Oh, wait, which is the one that was like the horse girl? Oh, Brandon. <laughs> Didn't she have a dude's name? Maybe. It wasn't Brandon. <laughs> yeah, something. Uh, there was Bradley, Bradley, Brad Taylor. Yes. Melody, yeah. Melody was my, one of my first on-screen crushes. Oh, really? And she was so cute. She had such staying power. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Being on one of those shows, you think, all right. I mean, I didn't think anything as a kid, but you look back on it now, like, all right, you're doing this, and that'll be the end for you. I feel like the kid from Salute Your Shorts, he was in Terminator 2. And that was it. And that was it, I think. The red I'm pretty head. sure that's all he did. And look, it's difficult. I don't know what, why it's so difficult to continue on when you're a child actor, but it seems to be a hard thing. Well, you're a child, so you've got a whole life ahead of you. Only two of these characters on Hey Dude have their own Wikipedia articles. Christine the Taylor. Dad? Christine Taylor and David yeah. Lasher, who is... Best known for his roles on Blossom, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and Hey is it Is that the dad from Hey Dude? He was Ted McGriff. No. I think oh, that was the one. Ted? Ted was the one who loved Brad. The Native American? No. Who was the other person? Ted was who just was the, the white guy? dude. He was just the white dude. There are, many, there are many guys on that show. I thought there was the son now there's the Benjamin, Native American guy and Brad. There's Benjamin Ernst, senior, the owner. 
That's the owner. I thought that he was like an established. There was Ted, who was like senior staff. Then there was Danny Lightfoot as the character, played by Joe Torres, who is a uh, native. Then there was Kyle Chandler, which is Lucy's ex-boyfriend's son. There's, no one. There's Jake Decker, which is Mr. Ernst's nephew from L.A. And then Buddy Ernst, which was Benjamin Jr. Okay, not all those people were on like the regular, regular cast. Yeah, I think they were because the show was only on for one year. Oh, it was on five seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite often those shows is like that was on forever and it was only on for two seasons. Yeah. This one had more than most, 65 episodes. Watch out for those jackrabbits and that killer cacti. I'm going to have to watch. That's true. These cacti, those giant ones that are stereotypical of Arizona. The, what are they called? The papilloma. What are they called? (laughs) Oh, man. Sigourna. You're close. I know. I can't find it. S- Sedona? Don't look it up. No, Sedona's a, <laughs> but Sedona's an area of Arizona, uh-huh. a city, and Sequoia. That's a tree. S a g. Seg. Saguaro. Saguaro. Those things really, really <laughs> crush you. They'll crush and kill you. Woo! I felt like that was a very strokey moment for me. They're pretty cool, though. They're giant. They're illegal to cut down. Yeah, and they're protected. There's a whole national park of them in Arizona. They're amazing. Outside of Tucson. And there's a ranch in the middle of it that you can stay on called the Tonka oh, yeah. Verde Ranch. Why do you know all about this? Because I did that video shoot in Arizona in 2015 where we transversed the whole state. Started in Tucson. They wanted just, it was like for the board of tourism, like, hey, come look at uh, Arizona and fuck the Grand Canyon. They didn't say that, but we didn't show off the Grand Canyon because, the you know, it makes sense. Like, people already come for that. We want people to see the rest of the state. Tucson is beautiful. Tucson is, but it was 114 degrees, and I don't care if it's dry heat. That's not comfortable. No, I was also there, like, I think around June or something like that, and it was horrible. No, but it's, no one's outside. That's, nor no, should they be. No, you can't be out there. Nor should they be. Phoenix was just as unbearable, but Phoenix isn't even a cool big city. Uh, we didn't really shoot there, but we had to fly into Phoenix. But then we went to Sedona, which is beautiful rock formations, and it becomes very red. And then Flagstaff, which surprisingly is very green and feels like Oregon, hmm. with a lot of evergreen trees. And then there was uh, some old ghost town up on a mountain called Jerome. And then Page, wow. which is north of the state, or the very north of the state. What was it before it was a ghost town? It's a good question. What was why do people live up on the mountain? Yeah, like what was what probably mining was there. I assume some kind of mine was there. Yeah. Gosh, that's interesting. God, I mean, to think about ghost towns, that's a thing of the past. Like, I don't think that there's an ability for any place to become a ghost town. Probably not anymore. I mean, even Tombstone, there's nothing going on in Tombstone other than tourism now. People go there because of the lore. Like, oh, yeah, this place. And I feel like it could have become a, maybe there was just too much going on in Tombstone that had lived in people's minds that it didn't become a ghost town. But it feels like a place that if nothing extraordinary happened there, uh, then it could have. It just existed and rotted. Why did it become legendary for the West? It's was like the OK it Corral the, and Wyatt Earp and a bunch of those famous Western. But why were they all there? Why weren't they? Just, why breaking. was Tombstone the place that they were? I don't know. Mate, breaking the law. Good place to do it. <laughs> you could you could really exist. Think about it. Like we already talked about someone leaving uh, one of these explorers. And it's like, right. I don't know. They just never came back. And if there was no crew that came back to report and you're still sitting there waiting i think just even moving like it's like i'm moving away from my family like that was a big thing no wonder people not only was it difficult i guess to move but it's like you're in essence 
cutting those people out of your life, not in a nasty way. Oh, yes. But you're moving. There's no phones like I'm talking about before even phones. It's like I can write you letters, I guess. But, you know, people did write tons of letters to each other. But seeing each other is going to be rare from here on out. Oh, yeah. It ain't happening anymore. I think that would be a hard, hard choice. Like if I had to wanted to move to New York. And I'm not even particularly close to my family. Like I, I talk to them often, but I think it would have been, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't have made the choice, but I think it would have been a lot more difficult. It's like, okay, bye. I guess I'll see ya. No, you won't. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see you maybe once or twice more in my life. It's going to be yeah. a big trip. Especially from New York to Georgia. I mean, that, that's like a trip to outer space. If you think about what it would take to get there, I mean, maybe back then you could take a a train. But even then, I'm not even sure. I guess you could. But how long would it take? It's not like it takes... It already takes 18 hours or something now. Probably take on two the, weeks. On the train, it takes 17 hours. I was close enough. Yeah, driving, you can do it in 13 if you're good without, without stopping anything other than gas but no one we're saying like you don't have a car you have a car that could make it no i know i know car back then i know and those trains are probably slower at the time that's what i mean and you probably would have to stop like it's there's not like a one-way shot you know you'd be stopping you'd be staying in little towns it was an adventure you really had to to set out and hope for the best because if something happened (laughs) nobody would know it would take them quite a while to figure out, and then they would never actually know what fully happened. They'd just say, he disappeared, and it's been a year and a half, and I think that's my limit. I feel like something's gone wrong. Even even the movie Tombstone. Did you ever see that movie? I think I have. Maybe just once, though. There's a point. I don't think, I'd like to see it again. There's a point when, uh, I forget the character. Kurt Russell's character was Wyatt Earp, uh-huh. and he was saying bye to a lady that he liked and she really was just leaving. I was like, if you, if you had feelings for a person and they had to leave for some reason, and maybe you thought, well, I guess the, the, what I'm trying to get at is if they were leaving now, you're like, Hey, let's keep in contact. Maybe we can do this long distance. There's ways to make that work. Cause we're really into each other, but it's like, no, that's the end. That person's leaving. And there's, what are you going to do? Oh, nothing. What are you going to do? You could write love letters to each other forever. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to last too long. Kurt Russell, you know, crying over that, by the way, when Val Kilmer, who was Doc Holliday's dying of tuberculosis. Were they in love? Doc Holliday and Wyatt Earp? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about the West to talk about those things. Well, people who know enough, like a bunch about the West probably don't know about that type of stuff. <laughs> Do you, what, is there a rumor that they were in love? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Doc There's a lot of homosexuality in history that people don't really think about, like pirates and stuff. Or Doc Holliday being gay. and Wyatt Earp in love. <laughs> <laughs> Were they together? Although, the, I don't know what this is. This is a stupid bustle article that also says, and although the vampire had previously bitten Jeremy's love interest, Robin, Doc appears to kill the firefighter. What is this about? What? Is this fanfic? Well, that's what I thought, but then it's on bustle. The, the headline is, we're Doc and Wyatt together. And then it says, Winona Earp implied. Uh, Winona Earp may have just confirmed a major fan theory about Doc. I don't care about this. I'm not reading it. Okay. What was the relationship? They were friends. They were friends on right. the Texas gambling circuit. Doc participated in the gunfight at the OK Corral. Six years later, Holiday died of tuberculosis at only 36 years old. Wow. And that was that was the storyline they ripped off for uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 when Arthur gets tuberculosis. Which Well, I don't know if that's ripping off or it was just like such a thing that happened to everybody back then. No, because they always reference movies in these games. Oh. That's part of How the do you thing get that they tuberculosis? did. How did is it a just an infection in your lungs? Yeah, somebody coughed up blood into Arthur's face. He was shaking them down for some money owed, and he didn't even want to do it because he was battling 
uh, you know, ethically and his morals were pointing him into a different direction, but he's, he was a big dude and he was the muscle quite often, but he was thoughtful and he would write in his journal and he didn't want to do that stuff anymore, but he was too loyal to the leader of the gang and he didn't know what to do. He was torn. Mm. So when he went out to collect some money, a guy, he was threatening in front of his wife and kid coughed blood in his face, but you don't know at that point until later in the game and you have to do it. There's no way to not shake that guy down. <sighs> that makes but, sense. They have to keep the plot line at some point the same. For it everyone. sucked. I liked Arthur. Sorry for your loss. I liked Arthur. I had to play half the game of him coughing and having these fits where he fell and didn't feel well. Now Grand Theft Auto 6 will be out soon. <laughs> All the leaks. It's going to be the first female lead. Autumn, you should be excited about that. <gasps> cool. I don't care. You should play those games. They're fun. I know. What are they on? Uh, that, PS2? Because that's what I have. It's probably be PS5. Just kidding. I don't have it Which anymore. are still impossible to get. Oh, is it? The PS5? Yeah. I. What, this Christmas. Has it been out for two years at that point? They're still very difficult to get. Huh. Insta- are they also... Is it also still hard to get... Um, the Switch, Nintendo Switch. It doesn't seem as difficult. I was at Target the other day and there were four in stock. Oh, okay. Also, the Switch has been out for quite a while. I, have a, I would assume they're going to update it at some point and get rid of it, but I hope not. I, I bought the fucking Switch for $300 or whatever it cost and Mario Kart, and that's pretty much all I played. So I paid uh, you know, $360 to play fucking Mario Kart and get... <laughs> To get all worked up, frustrated. <sighs> yeah. I don't have a Switch. I really don't have a gaming system. I just use my... I've been streaming. Yeah, you play dumb. Dumb, yeah. And I really think that there's a bug in this level because even when I restart, like when I kill myself just to like restart the level, the pillar that's supposed to be there and is in all the walkthroughs is not there. I think it's a bug. Yeah. I think you're done. Time to move on to dumb three. I can't. I have to go to, yeah, go to dumb one or dumb three. You should play uh, Wolfenstein. What's that? It was a game born. uh, Did it kind of, did it come before Doom? The first release was 81. When did Doom come out? So I feel like it was before Doom, but it probably set the standard for Doom. Doom release date. Oh, wow. Doom was 93. So yeah. It was originally released for MS-DOS computers in 94 and Macintosh in 95. So I think I played it on a Mac in 95, our, my first Mac. For Doom? Dumb? Yeah, dumb. Wolfen- and I played Doom 2. Wolfenstein's a World War II game where you kill Nazis. Oh. You kind of run around in the same fashion. I'm sure the first one, being 12 years prior to Doom, is not so great, but it was one of the games that set... The table for that. And then they released one as of a few years ago. That was kind of fun to play. The the guy that you play has been killing Nazis for so long. His body's deteriorating. He's not doing so well. And uh, there's this weird, like, I, there's a lot that goes into it before leading up into this point. It also combines weird technology that wasn't available at the time. These games, it's like, oh, this is not something that even exists to this day. But uh, at some point, the Nazis get you. And you've, like, just destroyed a whole courtroom and killed a lot of them but they catch you and they put you on trial and they chop your head off oh. but your friends drive fly this drone out that catches your head <gasps> and they immediately attach it to another body they've grown and <laughs> so then you're you, <laughs> so you're alive again with a new and better body like like a young man's body again that's wow. not so broken down but it's very gross because he's got this metal ring about his around his neck and i just keep thinking it's like man that's just that's what's holding your head onto your new body it's that metal ring <laughs> it's a pretty violent game um like early on there's a scene in someone in some kind of big suit that just smashes another person's head it made me feel sick. What do is, what is the graphics look like? I'm sure they look like shit. No, no. This one was for PlayStation 4, the the most oh, recent one. Oh, I thought this was something around dumb time. 
No, they've been around for a while. They continue to no. make these. I think they're fun to play. You guys had a submarine that you would hide out in. Somehow they had a submarine <laughs> that was the, the, the base. They were fun. Well, I love playing Doom because Dumb. it's, um, I don't know what my issue is with like using, I don't, I don't like, I like to go forward, backward, left and right. And within Doom, you can like strafe left and right. But that whole thing where it's like one joystick shows where you're looking and then what direction you go in. And then the other one gives you momentum in some direction. I can't make those two things meet in my brain to coordinate with each other. I feel like you could do it if you had a good. I have. I mean, I, I mean, I have tried. It's harder on a computer. If you had a good control. Well, I love my, that's what I'm saying with this doom. All I do is go. W A S left and right. And huh? What's forward, backward, left, and right. W A S Z. No, it's just my arrows. The arrow keys. Well, sometimes control is is fire and alt is uh, strafe. And shift is to run and space bar is to open stuff. And you get one of those other controls. I but mean, no, I, I'm saying this know, works for me. Yeah, I know with this game that that's what the, the controls are, but you're missing out. You're missing out on all these games that exist. But the thing is, like when I play, the, like, yeah, I want to play those games. I want to be able to do that. Um. So, yes, I am missing those games. But when I do try and play them, I don't really get to play because I can't move properly. <laughs> and then not only that, like I'm trying to reconcile that with my brain. And then I'm trying to hit, I'm trying to remember like X is this and Y is that. And uh, you're thinking about it too much. At some point, it, it just, just becomes take, a part of it just takes over. That's one of the problems with playing new games. Is there is a learning curve. It's like, oh, I got to yeah. learn the controls for this fucking thing now. I bought the Avengers PS4 game, which has mixed reviews, but that's beside the point. I, I started playing it, and for whatever reason, this is months ago, probably even more than months, over a year ago. And I just thought, I don't feel like learning this. I don't want to learn this, and I haven't <laughs> yeah. played it since. I just I just never played the game. It just, just I saw it, it is daunting. It can be daunting. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you sit there thinking about it too much, like anything else, like if playing the piano, it's like, you can, you think about every key your fingers need to hit, then you're not going to do it. It's going to become, no, I, I agree. And I, I really do understand what you're saying, but I feel like I've tried a lot to be able to do it. And I've, maybe it's just a little blank spot for me. I'm not very good at that. Like spatial movement. And if that's the cool thing with the games, if they've opened up that way. I know. Like I, there are some times when I'm playing Doom that I want to be able to look up, but I can't or like look down and see, <laughs> am I going to make this platform if I go forward? But I can't. But it's also kind of nice because then I don't get all confused and weird. Just have to do it. I mean, we're talking about nickeling and diamond. Games do that now too. all the microtransactions that are in games, which I think there was a Star Wars game. People fucking hate it because apparently you couldn't. What there is like in video games that you've, per you've purchased for sixty bucks. Yeah, like that's the new thing. The weird thing oh, with video man. games is sixty dollars for some of these games is actually value. Like you'll get a hundred hours of playing time out of it, and if you break that down, the cost is is not so bad. Um, and that's still on par with like think about when we were kids buying Nintendo games. They were forty fifty dollars. Fifty bucks. Yeah. So to have not much of a price increase to sixty dollars. Uh, you know, it still amazes me to an extent, but they are starting to make up for it. And yeah, in the game, some games you can play without the microtransactions. Some become very difficult to play. Apparently the star Wars game didn't even have much of a plot and it was just about spending more money in the game and people absolutely despised it, which doesn't surprise me because star Wars can't fucking do anything right. And I'm surprised <laughs> that it still exists because it hasn't delivered things that people enjoy since when rogue one gets a good rep. Uh, I guess the Mandalorian yeah. got a good rep outside of that. People fucking hate it. So why are they still around? 
they seem to be doing better with the small things like Mandalorian and Obi-Wan. But Bobo Fett, which I didn't watch. Here's oh, but that terrible. was horribly done. Well, he's a boring character. I mean, character. I don't even know. Maybe the storyline could have been good, but I think just visually it looked like shit. Is that the problem with it? I thought he was That like was a, a big problem with it. Like there were all these things online where people were posting like where they didn't finish some of the um some of the computer graphics in shots. <laughs> you know, like where you could see like the platform below them when they're riding on a speeder or something. That guy's lame. I hear what you're saying. It's like they rush these things too. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, we need more time. Oh, it's also because it's TV and has a lower money, budget. money, 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 money. Like if you watch this She-Hulk that's out, which is really just a lighthearted show, which out without much of an overarching story. Is it good? It's fine. I think compared to some of the shows, it's you know, you're just kind of mindless and you just have a nice time watching 28 minutes okay. of the show. But when she's Hulk it's all computer animated and just, it's just off. Like it's not like in the scheme of things, like, wow, that's pretty good. Like that's actually amazing that they've gotten to this point, but it's still off and the movements are weird and a little bit stiff and Mm. the facial movements, you know, I guess the face has many fucking muscles and it's very subtle, the movements. And well, your brain is real good at finding things that are fake. Yeah. It just watch it like this. No, this isn't working. I tried, um, just in the background, there was a superhero movie on with like, I don't know what Loki means, but Loki was there, I think, who's, I just knew the actor was a guy named Loki. Anyway, so I was like, oh, this is a superhero movie. People love him. And I, huh? People love him. Hiddleston? I guess. I just know what his face looks like. I don't know anything about him. Or He tried out for Thor and they said, no, but you can be Loki. I don't know what that means. What's Loki? Loki is Thor's brother, the god of mischief. Oh, it's a character. Anyway, it was on in the background. And I know I liked Guardians of the Galaxy. um, And I hear funny things like that. The little sort of tongue in cheek things that are happening in these movies. And so many people like these movies. So I was like giving it a little bit of a chance. I was looking at it and it was just so. Um, the 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 graphics of the people moving around and fighting and jumping and stuff just looked so bad. It looked so bad. In Loki, and I don't know what it was. He was there. The guy that plays Loki was there, and he was wearing like a suit, like a superhero <laughs> costume. Does he have a cape? And probably at some point. I feel like, but that didn't, you know. What does that mean? Anyway, I don't know, but they were people were like fighting and moving around and everybody just looked so badly done. I just, I, just, I don't like it. I even remember going to see, this isn't like a new thing, you know, going to see Harry Potter, that first one in the theater and really wanting it to be good. And I knew that it was like the director from Home Alone and I, I loved that the the sort of feeling that it gave was me it? and everything. He did the first Columbus. Speaking of explorers, yeah, Chris I'm pretty Columbus. sure. Are you looking it up? I'm gonna look it up. He did uh, Harry Potter, huh? Harry. Yes, Co- Chris Columbus. Weird. I never knew. I had no clue. So I knew that walking in, and then that those scenes with like that ogre that comes into the bathroom and like maybe he throws somebody around but the worst was when he was like trying to find like the golden snitch or snitch or something that was flying around with all those other balls i don't know exactly what was going on but him on that broom just looked like such shit (laughs) if you watch it no if you watch it on one of those movies with the motion smoothing they're even worse it's like oh god that makes like a blur (laughs) Well, no, it's just, it makes everything look terrible. If anything shot in a studio, like sitcoms, it just looks like people acting in a studio. Uh, the motion. Oh, 
I said I said motion I said motion blur. I meant is that what I said? It's motion smoothing is what I meant to say. I don't know if I said that or not. The motion smoothing. I think you did say that. So, oh, you said blur. But the new TVs have it, and it's like standard. And even the TVs that say you can turn this off, I feel like it's not fully off, and it just creates an awful viewing experience. And there's been a real. So what does it mean? It looks too crisp. Yeah, it just just. I mean, there's motion blur that we get with 24 frame rate that we're Is that used to. How we to. see with our eyes. No, but that's what movies are. TVs oh. traditionally tended to be 30 frames per second. But even that was, you know, you're not getting, I don't know what the frame rate of the eye is. That is a good question. Um, and it's not really a frame rate, but you know, what's the equivalent? <laughs> yeah, like what's the best frame rate for actual vision? says between 30 and 60 is naturally what we see that's why 60 okay. if you look at 60 some people claim that 60 is impossible but if you ever watch something that's 60 frames per second it looks is that what they did with the uh, the hobbit i think that was 40 oh, okay. or 45 but there was a there was one movie the long walk to the halftime midpoint of the field uh it was a football Wait. movie about a guy who was in the military being honored is that the name of the, the movie? What was it called? Uh, Billy Lynn's long, long to the midway point. What? Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Ew, that's the name of the movie. Yes, and the that is frame so uncreative. If that's a word, the frame rate was 120 frames per second. People hated it. Well, the movie already sounds like shit, but but it's too realistic. It doesn't. There, there's something about 24 frames per second with movies that we're used to. It also allows you to suspend disbelief quite often in situations that maybe mm. you shouldn't. And I know that we're prone to do that anyway with storytelling. Um, but visually, something looks too real, meaning so real it looks like actors in a studio on a soundstage. It's like it hurts the product overall. Yeah. So I guess what your brain needs is some distance between your reality and the reality you're accepting as reality because if you see it as your reality with the high the high high frame rate then you're seeing it as reality which is an actor walking in a lit whatever yeah you need you need sort of the maybe that's why like reading a book like a, a fiction book can be so powerful because it's in your brain. You're making it up like you're picturing things and, you know, there's a distance. It's not really happening in front of you. Well, with the higher frame rate, too, there's less motion blur. So when you move the camera or characters move, it's not it doesn't get as blurry. Um, some people love 60 frames per second with porn. Like they just absolutely love it because it's, oh. it's so realistic looking. Uh, <laughs> and you can see details that I, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily... I don't care, but do you want to see the mole that somebody's got in their groin? Yeah, and, and there's like a hair coming out of it. They never knew it was there. <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily want to see that. In real life, sure, those things exist, but... You look at it and you think, I hope she's getting that checked out. That looks like... You should look it up after this. It's an irregular border. Yeah, look it up after this recording. Look up 60 frames per second pornography. <laughs> it's a strange experience. Um but I think the motion smoothing too removes some of that blur. Um, but when things weren't shot at high frame rates, it has to fill in the gaps. And it's just it's very strange looking. And these fights that already, like you said, you hate the way they look even at 24 frames a second because it's all fucking fake these days. Mm -hmm. You know, you see the sets and it's green screen with one real fake, <laughs> one real fake. It's a fake plastic or plaster rock in the foreground but it's real because it actually exists, even though it's not an actual rock. Like it's the only thing on set. It's like, all right, that's <laughs> there. The rest will be added later. I feel like acting would be very strange. People are obviously taking to it. You have to interact with, you know, some fool in a green suit playing yeah, rocket, has like playing rocket raccoon on a pole. Yeah, that's rocket raccoon. Pet his head. And I'm sure the same thing is happening in She-Hulk where there's a stand-in. 
And if it's all set in a computer world, like Avatar, I guess. Uh, yeah, because at least that makes sense. You're you're establishing the world as fake, as as you know, like the spectacular thing, was and she, so like, as a cartoon, I guess. With She Hulk, so with, it's yeah. set in the real world. Otherwise, except for a Why few don't, things. So when she turns into the Hulk, you she's a computer. Yeah, the funny thing is they don't even show the transformation. Usually, it's off screen because they don't want to spend the money to. <laughs> <laughs> to well, render that up. they just get like a gigantic like china wrestler you know why don't they get like a lady wrestler to be she hulk no because you have got the character the the lady who plays well she. so so did they did the same thing in the regular hulk it was two hulks yeah i know what you're saying but hulk's gotta be real fucking people yeah, i mean having like from, from jurassic park like Nobody thought to think, should we do it? Or whatever the fuck you think. Scientists. No, she became She-Hulk. It was pretty stupid. She was riding with well, Hulk. Also, who gives a shit about Hulk? Like, nobody loves Hulk. I, I think uh, the one thing the Marvel movies did was bring more interest to Hulk. Hulk was, uh, could be funny. They didn't, I don't think they explored the actual... Uh, Hyde and Jekyll part of it as much as one would have liked to see. Mm -hmm. And he really got fucked in infinity war when Hulk got scared because he got beat up. So Hulk would never come out anymore. He wouldn't come out and it just had to be Bruce Banner. And then they addressed it by having him appear in the next movie merged to go. Like, oh, look, I found the way to be both. That's fine. But it's like, you just, it was so lazy. It was just all done off screen. And I feel like, Hulk should have had some redemption where he came out as the actual Hulk and destroyed some shit. And like, like was a hero. Yeah. Yeah. I get He had something in Endgame where he got to put on the glove. I know that doesn't mean anything to you. Oh, it has like rubies in it or something. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> he got to be the one to do it. But anyway, in She-Hulk, they were riding in a car and he was in his human form because he uh, had hurt his arm from putting that glove on and the only way it would heal was when he was in human form, which is just a convenient uh, storyline. <laughs> right. So he would be human. So when they yeah. got in the car accident, he would bleed because if he was Hulk, he wouldn't have bled. So they get in a car accident. He bleeds. She, she also bleeds and it's kind of gross. Some of his blood gets into her. <laughs> and then, oh, and that's how she became. She Hulk. Yeah. It's like, Oh no. Oh my God. So it's like AIDS. Yeah. Very similar. I did think about that. Or tuberculosis. Nah, I don't know if the blood was necessary <laughs> with the tuberculosis. Yeah, no. no, I don't think so either. I think it's, I, I looked it up and it's an infection in the lungs. And then you cough out your infected fucking spit. All these shows, though. That feels like, I know nickel and diming is not our topic, but it's kind of I don't know what our topic time. is. There's no real topic. Yeah. It's not officially. Well, it is officially fall. You could just blow out the free for fall if you want it early. Oh, man. I, this doesn't need to be. Whatever. I'll call, right, whatever. I'll call it nickel and diming. We can talk about the the flight I have to take and how it's all nickel and dime. You've you taken a flight recently. You got to pay for the overhead. You got to pay <laughs> for your seat. You got to pay for the luggage. It's absolutely insane. You got to pay. It's so crazy. You got to pay if you want to board early. I mean, all that stuff's true, and it sucks. You want a piece of gum? You got to pay for it at the Hudson News. <laughs> we don't do food anymore. You can buy this box of salami. <laughs> That's only eighteen dollars. We're cashless. Oh, it has uh, peanuts and cashews and raisins. I'm dreading it. And um, some Cracker Barrel cheese. American Airlines. You're flying American? Yeah, that was the only thing that was affordable and offered a decent flight time. Direct. Very. But it's only direct to Phoenix and I have to drive. We have to rent I a car. I think that's the only, I don't feel like you can land in Tucson. Because I, I think I, my you flight can. was also out to Phoenix. You can land in Tucson, but there's no direct. At least from New York. You could, each, you could even fly to Tombstone. I don't know what that airport is or if commercial airlines offer. <laughs> but there is a airport I saw on a map. A little prop plane. You have to ride in on a horse. Yeah, horses now don't even trot unless you pay. <laughs> you have to have um, Equine Plus. 
<laughs> it is it is a for them to try. think about that if cars didn't were in existence but they found a way you buy your horse and that's still your mode of transportation yeah and like and this horse does not there's like a, a regulator on their you know, like horseshoes yeah this this horse won't trot unless you pay the money all right i gotta get there quick and if you want to gallop i haven't seen my parents in 17 years since i moved to new york <laughs> <laughs> and I really want to take this. Uh, I need to catch this train. This horse will just go and go because they don't get tired. They can't get tired. A horse collapsed here in New York not long ago because it was out in the heat pulling <gasps> carriages. Oh, my God. Those are monsters. Those well, hold people. on. The carriage thing. People are like, oh, my God. The horse pulling the carriage is not a big deal. Like, it's very easy for the horse to pull the carriage. Oh, no, it's not that. It's their their conditions after they're done working yeah the heat and then the stable they have on the west side of the city whenever they show up publicly it's like okay you're putting on a show yeah but it's like what is it really like after hours and plus it's in the city horses i feel like they should be in fields it is yeah they sad. would like some you know dewy grass at some point I'm still scared of them to an extent when I went to that. I know. I didn't realize that people were so afraid of horses. I am not at all. And then I went horseback riding uh, with my cousin Heather and Travis, and they were both like so afraid of the horses. Well, they're big and powerful. And, you know, if they kick you, you're fucked. And they have those big teeth. <laughs> yeah. I was feeding the horses on the ranch the, for the wedding in Wyoming, like these rotted pears. They weren't completely rotted. They were just soft. Yeah. Um, but they still had their color. They weren't black. Overripe pears, maybe? Yeah. And they were enjoying it, seemingly. But I was scared to hold my hand out, so I would just put it on the fence post. And then sometimes they would <laughs> knock it down without eating it, and it would fall outside of the fence, and i have to lift it up and put it back. <laughs> That's like Ellie. She's kind of afraid to feed baby out of her hands. So she'll, <laughs> like, put the treat on the ground. Like, just hand it to him. Yeah. But they can snap. Dogs will snap. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes we play like with a rope or something and I'm holding it and he like bites my finger instead of the rope on accident. I'm like, oh, but then I think, oh, if that had happened to the kids, I wonder if they'd be offended. Like, He bit me. Why didn't I hear baby? Why is he not barking? He's sleeping. Oh, now he's sleeping. Better hope he's asleep tomorrow for the radio show. Well, my mom has been getting him like every morning at 830. I love baby. Well, she does love baby. Does your but, dad um, like baby? What's that? Does your dad like baby? Eh, a little. Is your dad a pet man? No, he loves, like, he has, they have a pet. They have a dog. His name's Tom. And, um, like, well, first of all, my dad, you know, it's just one of those things. I feel like as you get older, you would learn this, but maybe because he's not, like, his feet are not on the ground, like, He's not paying attention to things, but I like he he'll say to me, he'll give me all this advice on how to do stuff with baby, like how to get him to keep to go outside. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing that. You know, I, I am taking him out every two hours. Not I mean, not every two hours, but like I try and keep my eye on the time and I get him outside very frequently. And I just had the feeling that they didn't believe me. And then they've been spending more time with him because of the um you know, him barking during the radio show. So I've gotten him out of the house and everything and he's staying with them. And then I was gone for a couple, like for two nights or something and he stayed with them. And she's, my mom will tell me like, we took him out every two hours and I still, she's like, I still found poop in the house. I'm like, I told you, <laughs> he's, I, I know, you know, and it was just one of those things like, see, how do you train them now? You can't smash their face in it anymore. No, I have a trainer coming. I threw money at it um, because he's barking um, at sounds, especially at night. So does the um, trainer sleep over there? Huh? Does the trainer sleep over there? No, 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 no. But they're going to be, it's going to be here for like three hours or something on Sunday. Damn. Um, but yeah, I would, uh, he doesn't really, I like to have him off leash sometimes because he really likes to run. And he'll like if you're walking and he's off leash, he'll stick. He'll stick around you. He's good at following you, but um, I want him to have like a comeback command, where like no matter what you say or whatever's happening, he hears that and he like comes right back to you. You know, so I can put his leash back on him. Um, 
What's the command? Just more, well, I don't know. I, I want there to be one. Come forth. I know. I The one that I started doing was, baby, come back. Like that. <laughs> squirrel. I know. I do the a lot with him. Baby, come back. That's why I do it. And it kind of fool <laughs> So, yeah, I want it to be that. But like You're I said, so I just need. And then, yeah, he still pees and poops inside. Can't it's not happening as much. Like I've gotten a better control over it, but I'll take him out to poop. And we walk around for a while and he doesn't go. Beep, and then he comes beep. inside and he poops in the spot. So, yeah, I'm getting a trainer. All right. One We're session, huh? All kinds of shit. Huh? One session. No, it's for a lifetime. It's for the dog's lifetime. For how much? I don't want to tell you. 1200 No, the, I'm glad you guessed so high because it was like eight something. Yeah, if it's for life, that's pretty good. Yeah, it was. I was going to do the... So they had three packages. There was the eight something, the seven something, and the three something. The three something was two sh- sessions. The seven something was for one year. And the eight something was for the lifetime of the dog. And so I was going to do the seven something. And then they sold me. They were like, you know, it's only a hundred more bucks for the lifetime. I was like, fucking okay. I mean, that's true. It's not that much for you. It is since you're poor. I'm, I'm, I put it on a, I have a, I have a credit card that has zero interest. So I just threw it on. There. Wow. Forever. Well, it's no, no, it's just until like 2023. 20, or 2024, I don't remember. It's, it's a crime that you're not making more money. Whoa. Oh, my God. Like, right Speak on command. The devil. Right on command. I guess we should wrap this show up. Well, I was going to tell you, too. Um, at my uh, second job, I am killing it. Good. I made 100 Somebody gave me <laughs> my $100. Delayed. Huh? My response was delayed and... Less than enthusiastic. Good. Good. I didn't no know follow-up I, questions. I, uh, yeah, is it money-wise? You're just good at the job. How are you killing I'm it? I'm good at the job. They see that I'm good at the job. Oh, Baby. boy. It's time to wrap this up. Tell I me. just want to say this one thing. Yeah. Um, I'm good at it. They see that I'm good at it. Um, the other night, uh, someone gave me $100 extra on top of the regular gratuity that was already there. Did you put that in your pocket? Oh, it's mine. I, mean, I actually gave 25 sh- of it to the bartender because she oh. helped me near the end of the table to like make them some, some special drinks. Did she know what you got? Did you say? Uh, I didn't tell her the amount, but I told her I sent her like 25 bucks. Oh, that's nice. But yeah, I'm fucking killing it, bro. I love it. Brew? It's so hard. Like my feet hurt so much, but I'm really, I feel really good at it. Making extra money. It's extra money. I think I made like 500 bucks in four days. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you're, you're doing something where you get to interact and make money. You know what's strange though? When I'm driving home from the job, you're depressed. You I don't start want to, get, to get really sad. You don't want to go back to Croft. You want to live out there in Annapolis. I, no, I think it's that I don't have anybody to come home to. To like talk about what happened or what I saw or what I did or how I was excited about so the money. Different. Or- like I love that. It's like after a long day of work and I was tired, it's like I don't want anyone to be home. I just want to go sit in silence and do what I want to do. Be the times when I first moved to New York and I was living with my roommate and he was a bartender. So if he was working, he wouldn't be home at night. But I would never know for sure. And I'd be walking home and like, please don't let him be home. Please don't let him be home. And I'd walk in and be like, hey, Greg. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Just wanted to be left alone. I want to talk about my day. But I understand. Yeah, that's all I want. Well, you got to get in some chat rooms. Uh, isn't that funny though? It's like I want, I want something, but I really don't want anything. I don't know what that is. I want, I just want someone to, I've talked about this enough to death. I want someone to talk but, to who doesn't want anything else from you. But I just want someone to hang out with and who is fun and we can have fun. Do fun things. Wanna, hang out when we want to, not hang out when we don't want to and that's it. Just want to have fun. Some yes. girls just want to have fun. 
that's different than the type of fun I talked about, you know, before. Yeah. I understand. I'm fine with, you know. I understand. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't but I anyway, can explore that later. I'm, I'm just excited about the extra money and that I love it so much and that all of that. So now I can spend money on um, my heated seats. <laughs> and your Kia. Yeah, my Kia that doesn't have a backup camera. So cheap. Whore. <laughs> it really sounded like you said whore. I said poor. <laughs> oh, enunciate poor. All right, so am I supposed to hear the music or? Oh, you can't hear the music? The music's playing. No. I don't know. It's playing. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please you really can't hear friends. the music, huh? Can you no, hear it I if I do it. this? You didn't hear that? No. I don't know why it's not sending to you. I'll have to explore that reason. Well, maybe because you're logged in from your work thing or something. No. It should run through the board, but whatever. I'll figure it out. All right. Well, anyway, uh, like and subscribe, rate and review. Hoffandpepper.com. Use our code 1topic15 for 15% off. Check it out. See you later. Bye. <laughs>